0: Today's reading is from Psalm 104. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty, wrapped in light as with a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a tent. You set the beams of your chambers on the waters. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers, fire and flame your ministers. You set the earth on its foundations so that it shall never be shaken. You cover it with deep as with garments. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, they flee. At the sound of your thunder, they take flight. They rose up to the mountains, ran down to the valleys, to the place that you appointed for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass, so that they might not again cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills, giving drink to every wild animal. The wild asses quench their thirst. By the streams, the birds of the air have their habitation. They sing among the branches. From your lofty abode, you water the mountains. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. You cause the grass to grow for the cattle and plants for people to use to bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the human heart, oil to make the face shine, and bread to strengthen the human heart. The trees of the Lord are watered abundantly, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. In them, the birds build their nests. The stork has its home in the fir trees. The high mountains are for the wild goats. The rocks are a refuge for the conies. You have made the moon and marked the seasons. The sun knows it's time for setting. You make darkness and it is night when all the animals of the forest come creeping out. The young lions roar for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they withdraw and lie down in their dens. People go out to their work and to their labor until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the sea, great and wide. Creeping things immeasurable are there, living things both small and great. There go the ships and leviathan that you formed to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works, who looks on the earth and it trembles, who who touches the mountains and they smoke i will sing to the lord as long as i live i will sing praise to my god while i have being may my meditation be pleasing to him for i rejoice in the lord let sinners be consumed from the earth and let the wicked be no more bless the lord O my soul praise the lord the word of the lord thanks be to god
1: It's one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 104. Many of us uh, have heard and memorized parts of it. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O God. It is such a beautiful song because um, it expresses the sort of Hebrew early understanding of the way all of creation is knit together in the beauty of God's intention and purpose. Um, of course some of the understandings of how the world came into being um they understood that the the earth was like on a platform and that there were pillars of the earth you still hear that expression that there were pillars that held up the platform and the firmament of the heavens up above and so there was this understanding of a sort of um horizontal uh, rather than a spherical earth but um most folks had never traveled more than 10 or 20 miles from their home and had no sense of what was beyond other than what was around them. And yet it, it uh, the psalmist just creates this beautiful picture of the balance of creation of this delicate form that God put into place of streams that gush forth and that water the lands and that uh, care for the animals and... All of this just delicate balance that God put in place. It describes uh, the household of God, which of course in Genesis 1 we we hear about as well as God creating the earth and, and then a little bit later entrusting humankind with this gift of stewardship for the household of God. This idea of the household of God, uh, Jesus talks about it as well very often referring to the stewards and being left in charge of the household on behalf of the owner of the household. In, in Greek, the word for household is, is ecos, uh, or we think of the word ecology or economy. It all has to do with the household and the way that the household uh, is managed and led and stewarded. This is uh, the 50th anniversary year of Earth Day, which of course is not a Christian holiday, but it certainly could be because it is so much a part of our Judeo-Christian heritage to understand ourselves as stewards of God's masterful creation. It's all through scripture, this idea that we are entrusted as stewards of a household with all of God's beautiful creation. I wonder I'd love to see in the comment section here what is your favorite part of the household of God uh, y'all heard me talk recently about how much I love the giant sequoias or um, I'm, I love the ocean I, I'm a bit of a tree hugger I, I, as you all know I love to tend to my garden I love to be anywhere where the water is flowing whether it's a river or an ocean or a stream or a lake if the water is there this makes me happy if I can get into the water if it's warm enough, all the better. There's something to me that that just feels so renewing and so amazing. Uh, yes I'm hearing stuff about the 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 beach and the ocean and anywhere that water is involved on this. Uh, Sunday after Earth Day, we think about all the ways that we care for creation, all the ways that we are called to be stewards of God's beautiful, majestic creation. I imagine, I hope most of you are practicing good recycling, that you're thinking about ways that you can care for the earth. This last year, I kind of underwent a sort of, I don't know, I guess you could call it a revelation around my Consumption of plastics of thinking about all of the the areas that are Plastics are filling our earth and filling our oceans and what could I do about it? So I I transferred to things like um, Laundry soap that comes in a cardboard box Rather than liquefied versions that come in plastic bottles. I use bar shampoo now rather than shampoo that comes in a bottle Um, Try to use anything that comes in a. If it comes in a box, it's better than it coming in a bag or a plastic bag, I should say. Um, but it, there are a million ways that all of us can practice care for creation, whether it's buying two or three things more that are organic than you used to, or doing, um, uh, you know, the way that you care for your your garden outside using less pesticides, or um, certainly recycling, or uh, lowering your consumption of of animal products that consume so much of the earth's resources. So many ways that we can care for the household of God, that we can put the ecology of of the house as being a center focus. Certainly in the course of human history, but especially in the last hundred years or so, we have misused our creation. We have been greedy in the way that we have consumed the tr- the the household resources and i think it's appropriate always for us to sort of reflect on how we are participating in in the good of creation how we celebrate god's creation by being good stewards of it as we uh, uh go into this week and there's so much going on in our world and it would be easy to to sort of let some of our good practices slide. And yet, I think in this time, we are so reminded by how much we belong to one another. I have started following this Facebook group. Um, perhaps some of you are also following it. It's called The View From My Window. It's amazing, really. It is a picture. It's just people sharing pictures from wherever they are in the world, whatever their view is from their backyard, whatever their view is from wherever they happen to be. And it's the most lovely thing because it's people all over the world, people in Chile and China and um, all over Africa and Europe and the United States. And everybody seems to have a beautiful view from their backyard. And India. Oh, yeah, there's some beautiful pictures from India. And what's lovely is then thousands of people comment from all over the world where they are viewing this from. And it has this beautiful sense of knitting people together in communities. No matter where we are right now, if we are isolated in our homes, we are apart from one another physically, we are still connected socially, and we're still connected in the sense of care and responsibility for and to one another. And, you know, in a world where we often feel so divided and so apart and little enclaves and silos and divisions, it's so important and I think vital and, and indeed mandatory. In our world today, we are so dependent on one another to, to build these connections, to know that we are indeed all one people, that we are indeed all children, daughters and sons of God, that we are all stewards of this earth and we are dependent on one another to care for it, for our generation and for future generations. One of the fun things has been to see, even in the midst of this just really unspeakable tragedy of COVID, is the restoration that is happening around the world. I have seen some fun videos lately of, of animals, uh, kangaroos running through the streets of, of uh, city streets in Australia. I saw some wild boars going through the streets of Paris this week. I saw, of course, the bison in Catalina are enjoying some time at the at the marina there um you know the sense of uh, of the wildlife now of course the wildlife is coming out because there's not as many humans around to scare them but it sort of makes me happy because i imagine again this sort of balance between human needs and human consumption and some of it we are just we need water we need food we need this Um, but also this balance that we live in partnership with one another around the world. We live in partnership with the animals on the earth that uh, make all sorts of life possible and sustainable. I think regardless of where people are and political divides, we all want the earth to be clean and sustainable and whole and renewing. And so as we uh, give thanks today, we give thanks for the gifts of creation. And we are called to do our part as members of the household of God, people who are part of this great ecological and economic system where we care for one another, we care for the planet, we care for the beautiful gifts of God's creation. As you go into this week, even in these strange times, I might you be thinking about how you might extend your care of creation just a little bit more whether it is choosing to be more intentional about the products you buy and the packaging they come in, whether it's being more intentional about the groceries and how they're produced or just being more careful in, in how you consume things. I don't, I don't know what your, what your ecological footprint is, but I think we're always called as, as folks in the Judeo-Christian tradition to be mindful of the care of God's creation. And so as we give thanks for the creation today, we are reminded of our stewardship and that gift and calling upon us. Let us pray. Oh God, we sit in the majesty of this amazing creation. We sit in the beauty and wonder of this planet and the world, the majesty of our Sierras of the Yosemites and the giant sequoias and the vast Saharan deserts and the beautiful plains of Africa and all the wild animals that dwell there and that dwell even among us in these urban areas. God, we give you thanks for our oceans that restore us, for this beautiful planet. God, as we give thanks today, we pray that you would help us to be stewards of your great creation. Remind us, God, of the ways that you have entrusted us to its care. And restore and renew your earth, we pray. For we ask it in the name of Christ, our risen and resurrecting Lord. Amen.